You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome into MLB.com Extras, our Twins edition. Spring training is underway and club managers and executives gathered at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg for Grapefruit League Media Day. Twins Executive Vice President and Chief Baseball Officer Derek Falvey. Here's that conversation. Every year is a little bit different and unique for sure, but I can say that uh, it's it's certainly we're really proud of what the guys accomplished last year. You know, to come back off of that wonderful season and to go out and really no one no one believed in them more than the guys themselves in the clubhouse, and we have a lot of them still there back in our group today. So we think we're taking steps forward, no question. We felt like we added good pieces of the bullpen to help with that. And our position player group by and large, a lot of the same guys who really took a step forward in the second half. So we still have some work to do, but we think we're in a good spot. So let's get to that question. Yeah. Uh, starting rotation, mm-hmm. the rumors, obviously you guys sure. are in Darvish. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. still maybe looking to add Yeah, I, I think we're staying active in that space, whether through trade or free agency, uh, as has been well documented. There are still a number of guys out there we have been in touch with. Uh, and we certainly see there are fits that could help us. We also feel like, with our group internally, Urban's, uh, Urban's injury we feel like is not something that will last particularly long for us. It's something he'll be back. Our hope is that sometime in late April. So uh, with Urban, with Jose Barrios taking a step forward last year and really signaling what we think he can be moving forward, and then beyond him, guys like Edelberto Mejia, who takes a step forward. Kyle Gibson, who we think was really good in the second half. And uh, then Phil Hughes coming back fully healthy from injury. And then the depth guys like Steven Gonzalez and Fernando Romero, guys we like. We feel good about that group, but we know we can add to it, and, and that'll be a goal. How close do you think Gonzalez and uh, Romero might be? I think both of those guys, you don't want to rush those young prospects. One of the things that I'm, I'm sensitive to is when the guy gets there for the first time, you want to make sure he's fully ready. Uh, and I think both of those guys could use a little more seasoning. They won't like to hear that. They want to go and compete and win a job right away. But I do think they're not far away. I mean, both of those guys have stuff and ability. They do it very differently. One with a big velocity arm and one with a little bit more uh, touch and feel. But I think both of those guys will help us here. You guys have a lot of payroll flexibility, especially after this year when sure. Mauer's $23 million yep. or whatever comes off. So with some of those free agent starters that are out there, is it a price point? Is it the risk? You know, a lot of them have injury histories. Yeah. I know you can't get into specific players. Yeah, but I think anytime you approach free agency, it's kind of a blend of a, a couple of different things. Where are you at that moment in time you know, as a team? What's the need? What's the long-term fit? And you got to think over over multiple seasons. We signed Michael Pineda with the idea this year that he'll come in maybe at the back end of the year and if we're fortunate to be in a good spot in September, maybe somebody could help us then. Uh, but at minimum, it's, it's more with an eye toward 2019. And I think we're always thinking about that. When's the right time to make that investment in the right guy? Uh, we think we thought there were some out there earlier this offseason. We potentially see some that remain, uh, but we always need to blend that as we think about it. Are you buying into the offense? I think August 1st through the end of the yeah. year, I think you guys led the majors mm-hmm. in runs. You know, Rosario, sure. Sin- you know, Sano was yeah. out a lot yeah, of that Sano time. was out most of that time. A lot of those guys. Yeah. Buxton huge push. Buxton, of course. Yeah. So Blanco. You yeah. know, when you kind of map out and look yeah. what the numbers might say, how do you evaluate the potential for your I, offense? I, I think that when you have a young team, there's always a, a little bit of a wider band of outcomes <laughs> when you see that a less established group. So that also means there's lower floors at times. Guys go some, through some really tough stretches. Byron Buxton's that great example. He started off last year slow. He'd be the first to tell you he struggled offensively. <laughs> the defense was tremendous all year. But what you saw was a group in the second half get into that 700, 800 plate appearance threshold where you really start to see young hitters solidify who they are. So Eddie Rosario, guys like 
Eddie, I think about Byron Bucks, and I think about Max Kepler as a guy who could take another step forward this year. Jorge Polanco, I think we looked at it the other day in the second half of the year, you know, among the better shortstops in the game offensively, really overall. So to have those guys join up with the likes of Brian Dozier and Joe Maurer and maybe more established Jason Castro and otherwise, we feel really good about a position player club. What about Bucks? I mean, if he can play like that mm-hmm. over a full season, mm-hmm. he's, yeah. he's slugged over 500 second yeah. half, right? Yeah. That's yeah. an MVP game. Yeah, I don't want to put too much pressure on Bucks. <laughs> That's the last thing I want. But I will say this. I will. <laughs> he, he's, he's the guy that he's, he cares so much. He's so conscientious about who he can be, you know, part of the Twins and what he wants to be. Sometimes puts maybe too much weight on his shoulders. That's what we saw last April. I, I, I'm very confident he's in a better place mentally now than a year before. A lot of that just comes from experience. You know, there's no special sauce to it. I think he's got a chance to be a special player. Because no he had the he had that monster September mm-hmm. in yep. 16. Yep. And we're all like, all right, yep. this is it. He's breaking out. Yep. So there's still maybe some unknown on what his ceiling might be. Sure, I think that's right. I think you see you see a little bit of a when he came up to the big leagues the first time. It was kind of a little bit of a, maybe a rush. You know, get him up there a need at the time. Uh, and then over time, you know, he goes back down, he learns some lessons in, in AAA, and then takes another step forward. That, that's, that's the up and down of an early stage of a career. I think we all hope it's linear for a guy. He gets to the big leagues and he just takes off. I think Mike Trout's of the world are few and far between. But for Byron, he, he stayed with it at the beginning of last year. He stayed consistent with his work, and he saw what that led to. That's led to a great winner of work, and now he's in spring training, ready to go. I'll wrap up here. The way this yep. offseason has unfolded, how much of a factor is it that Cleveland, 102 wins, mm-hmm. Houston, 101, Dodgers sure. in the other league, yeah. Yankees, you know, getting Stanton. So the, you guys are, are, you know, a notch below off last mm-hmm. year. Does that affect some of your decisions? I, I think we always look at it as we know who the standard bearers are in the American League. You know, we, we know that Cleveland is the standard bearer until you knock them off, you know, at the top. They're the top. And I think that we know that we we have our future in front of us. You know, we're growing in the right direction. People talk. We talked about it last year. Some people laughed. It's coming off 103 losses. We feel we're a better team just right now on paper with our team than we were a year ago. And so taking that step forward was, was important for us. Now take the next step, and that's hard. And, and ultimately the final step to get into that upper echelon. We think we're in that next step phase, and, and we'll continue to work in that direction. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Twins edition. Tune in again next time.